wondering if we can buy a billboard really close to the office that says hashtag free big z you think we could get a gofundme going to... uh, i started a nationally trending uh, hashtag this week so you know i got that going for me uh winging gabriel known uh for showing uh his insane athletic ability multiple times uh, on the court uh, and off you think oh my gosh i caught a break they're they're leaving the floor now you're a meme on twitter because reed shepherd just dunked on you what is up, Big Blue Nation? It's your boy, Matt Sack, joined by my three Twitter best friends. Except, no, it's not. This is Bradley, of course, and it's only WT. Um, Sack is on a flight, and Buddy has not answered his text except to say that he has never wanted to talk about a game less. And I can't say that I blame him. Uh, so it is the Bradley and WT show. Uh, so WT, how are you doing today? Uh, not good. Not fu- not having a good time. Um, I don't want to be here. I don't want to talk about this game. Uh, we are going to inevitably talk about the state of the program, and I don't want to do that. Um, so I brought along a genuine. Like what is this? Uh, is this a full pint? Uh, that's what is a quart. That's quart. This is a I got a quart of choc- chocolate ice cream from Walmart brand chocolate ice cream. Yeah, that's um, that I will be enjoying throughout the episode. Um, to keep me, um, here with us. That's a yeah, it's great value. That's a uh, that's a hood classic, as the children the like to say. Oh yeah. Um. You didn't ask how I'm doing. That's okay. It's fine. It's nat- If you do the intro, you don't get asks. How are okay. you doing, Bradley? Uh, well, I woke up this morning, so that was unfortunate. But uh, I'm doing okay. I'm extremely tired. I woke up at 4.30 this morning to no cell phone service. And, uh, you know, honestly, that probably wasn't the worst thing that's ever happened. Except... Whenever I did finally get service, I had 75 million Twitter notifications of people calling me a moron. Uh, So that was fun. And then kind of did some food truck stuff all day. Went and had a nice dinner. Uh, So that was good. uh, What would you have for dinner? We have this nice place. Uh, Well, nice might be a stretch, but it's good. Uh, It's called Sirloin Stockade. Apparently, it used to be a very prevalent chain, uh, but now it's mainly in Texas and Oklahoma, and somehow one stuck around in Murray, Kentucky. Uh, But I got sirloin tips uh, with mushroom gravy and a baked potato and a roll and the salad bar. Uh, But something that was interesting, WT, have you ever sat in on a timeshare pitch (laughs) i have not had the honor of doing that yet okay well i did when i was like nine because there was this place in gatlinburg that if you listen to the pitch you got like three nights free uh so my grandparents were just like we're gonna go listen to timeshares um so this was basically that except it was for fans like the thing that blows air on you and there was this guy is it front of the program big ass fans uh no small business no i i didn't know they were from lexington um i think calling him a small business would be counterproductive uh since big since big is in the name whenever Um, you're done with this story i do have a side note about big ass fans so okay continue um but so this guy is just going through multiple pitches of these solar fans and i don't think anybody bought one so i feel bad for the guy but he was just paying for people's dinner hoping that somebody would buy a fan and nobody did except he didn't buy my dinner so this is your fault guy with the fans if he had bought your dinner would you have bought a fan no (laughs) no I, (laughs) I, i still wouldn't have i don't need a fan well, I, here's my thing. So Big Ass Fans is a Lexington company. 
Um, I think they used before they renovated Memorial, they used to have those big ass fans in uh, Memorial, uh, keeping it uh, a crisp 85 degrees in there at all times. Um, but I have always, so there's, it's not actually a controversy. It's like three people on Twitter, uh, who get mad at it. Uh, but, and they're not even UK fans, but the name Rupp arena has a very slight controversy about it because, uh, the movie glory road really painted Rupp the wrong way. And they weren't fully inaccurate with the way Adolf Rupp, um, kind of thought about things. But, um, I've always said a great compromise is we let big ass fans buy the naming rights to Rupp Arena and they rename it Rump Arena. <laughs> and so if you still want to call it Rupp Arena, you still sound correct if you're not listening closely. But it's called Rump Arena, sponsored by big ass fans. So thoughts. My thing about this is if you change it to Rump Arena. Would Xavier Wheeler be obligated to transfer back is my question. I, th- I think not only would he transfer back, but he would actually win the Bob Cousy Award uh, that season. I mean, he would be home. He would post that, I'm coming home. <laughs> well, I mean, it's possible. <laughs> let's, start this, let's start this episode. Which five Kentucky basketball players would play the best in rump arena. Savio Wheeler, number one, he's our point guard. Yeah. I um, think our power forward has to be Julius Randall. Yeah. You got to have Isaiah Briscoe in there. I think Isaiah Briscoe is a good, like two, three hybrid. Yeah. Uh, we need kind of another, a wing guard sort of guy. Mm-hmm. That's um, tough. Maybe, uh, maybe Julius Mays. Julius Mays might be the best pick I've ever heard <laughs> in any of our drafts. Uh, uh, and then our center. Maybe. That, that I'm, one. I'm thinking either Cat or Bam. I think Bam gets it. Cat's just a big dude. Bam Bam has more definition. Well, Cat still had a lot of the baby fat whenever he was hanging around Lexington. Yeah, or may, that is maybe, true. Maybe freshman Willie Colley-Stein because he still had a lot of the baby fat. Did you know that uh, he played uh, high school football? He was a wide receiver. Really? I, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, I was doing but, some research earlier today. But did did you know that Reed Shepard's mother also played basketball at the University of Kentucky? I heard Reed actually plays more like her than he does his dad. <laughs> I mean, may, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's possible. How about, how about Bam Adebayo? Got his nickname <laughs> from flipping a coffee table when he was two years old. We can do this all day. I mean, we can go over Michael Gilchrist changing his name. We can go to Carl Anthony Towns changing his name. Did you know to- that Shigari means warrior? <laughs> <laughs> what day, are we man. doing? What are we doing? All right. Uh, what is, we are what is avoiding, Cal doing? We're <laughs> avoiding is- the elephant in the room. That's what we're doing. Oh man, what? All right, do we want to talk about the events of Wednesday night, or do we, it's not? Do we want to? We don't want to, but should we? We should. I mean, I I don't want the allegations of us ducking losses to be true, uh, because we never <laughs> well, duck losses. I mean, we, it's fifty point one percent true because Matt and Buddy decided not to show up. So. Well, I, I mean, as far as recording an episode. After a loss, I feel like we pretty consistently always record. I mean, there have been exceptions, but it's not because we're ducking a loss. It's just because, you know, we have real lives and this is just something that we do for fun. That is true. That is true. Um, So, WT, what were your thoughts whenever we had the 15-point lead? I want to get get your ideas there. So as discussed on last episode, I was listening on the radio um, because we, I did that all last week. We were playing really well. Um, When we got a 15 point lead, we scored those six quick points out of um, halftime. I was like, I figured it out. I have discovered the secret of Kentucky basketball and it's me listening on the radio. That is the only thing that was wrong with our program for the last four years. Um, 
And I was, I, it was such a great feeling. Cause I mean, it was a Justin Edwards three. He played pretty well offensively. Um, didn't get any rebounds, but you know, that's another thing. Uh, and then an Antonio Reeves transition three off of, t- off of a good defensive possession. So you sit there, they call, LSU calls a timeout and you're like, this is it. This is Kentucky figuring out who they are. We're getting ready for another 25 point win on the road. And that's where I'm going to stop telling that story. Cause that's where I'd like it to stop. How are you yeah. feeling? Yeah, I, um, it was kind of weird. I was eating Taco Bell. Uh, so as sometimes happens when you eat, you're not really taking in the full effect of, of what's happening. So I look up and we're up 15 and I'm like, wow, how did that happen? Like, you know, consciously I see the shots go in, but it's like, oh, I've got a, 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 uh, what's it called? Taco. Wow. It's one of those days for me, (laughs) but uh, the, the taco is good. And then it's like, okay, we're up 15. And then you blink and it's like, okay, we're we're up eight. (laughs) I would prefer if we didn't do this. Then you blink again and we're tied and it's like, oh. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, it's the exact same trajectory that the Auburn game took for those first 28 minutes because Kentucky got out to a like a 9-10 point lead at halftime. They make an initial push after halftime to extend it even more and then let the opposing team go on a little bit of a run. Auburn got it down to, I think, four or five. Uh, And LSU got it down to four and five. And we responded at Auburn. We folded at LSU. It is crazy to think that this team has been leading in the second half for seven out of the eight losses this year. Um, We have blown, I think five leads of 10 plus points this year we still won two of those games but we've had 10 point leads in three of our losses this year which is wild um i posted a uh, the box score if you started it at that 15 point lead um rob dillingham had 21 points after that uh the next highest score was antonio reeves with six free throws and that's it. Only two other people made field goals other than Dillingham. And that was Adu and Reed. There was only one assist. They had an entire second half after that point. Uh, six turnovers. We got out-rebounded by 12 and outscored by 16. Just all systems failure for that last 19 minutes. And I, if we didn't have Rob Dillingham, we're, we're talking about a 10, 15 point loss. Yeah. Rob. I like Rob. He's I do too. It's one of those things. Like if we didn't have Rob in the first half, we'd be up by 18 at halftime. <laughs> but if we didn't have Rob in the second half, we'd lose by 18. <laughs> like he's, the definition of feast or famine. Whenever you really think about it, there are so many players on this team that just don't have a comparison, like in the Cal era. In the preseason, whenever we're trying to figure out a comp for Bradshaw and Z, and it's like there's nobody to compare them to, like a, a actual skilled seven-footer. We've never had one of those, really. And, you know, you think about somebody like Reed. When's the last time that somebody had, like, seven points and you're talking about him being the best or one of the best players in the game just because he does so many other things well? And Rob is another one of those guys that, like, it's just there's no comparison for. You could say Malik Monk, but he's – crazier than Malik Monk ever was I mean Malik you knew what you were getting from Monk pretty much every day Rob there's no telling what he's about to pull out of his bag um I feel like he's Malik Monk with Archie Goodwin's mentality (laughs) (laughs) or for better for worse whatever that means (laughs) Archie Goodwin 
with Malik Monk's skill. Either way you put it. Think about it that yes. way. <laughs> or, Which is a compliment to re- to Rob. Yeah. He, there's a reason why he's the top five pick. There's also a reason why Cal yanks him from the game multiple times <laughs> because he just can't stand himself. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, I've got the perfect comp WT. Redshirt Ryan Harrow. We we heard oh, stories that national championship year of, of Ryan Harrow just taking Marcus Teague to the woodshed. <laughs> and it's like, okay, now he's our point guard and we have now, our second worst season ever. We also heard stories of Scalabissier uh absolutely whooping <laughs> on like four year NBA veteran Anthony Davis. So yeah, <laughs> that's true. Um, you know, you hear stories about stuff and it's weird. There there are all sorts of weird things that happen in college basketball. It, it, you remember uh the time at Kansas that a guy threw a chair at another guy? Oh yeah. That was like four years ago the other day. That was That's wild. It was right before was... COVID. I was about to say, I think that was like the last big college basketball moment before it all shut down. Yeah. <laughs> I remember when they make, when like some people on Twitter made like the fake one shining moments. That was like <laughs> the slow motion, like last thing on that video. <laughs> <laughs> weird, weird things happen a lot. Um, WT, I do have another question for you. Um, have there been five, college basketball players since the year 2000 better than Jay Williams. <laughs> uh, I can name one. Uh, Caitlin Clark. <laughs> <laughs> oh, WT, that, that means nothing to you because you weren't watching the broadcast. Oh, I was not, um, but I heard the story. Oh, man, it was horrible. <laughs> they went on a 10-minute thing where they're like, Okay, Jay Williams, you've got some negative PR. You've got some negative press uh, in the last uh, couple of days because you've said some really stupid stuff, like stuff that you deserve to be bullied for. Um, Why don't you take this time to go and redeem yourself? And he just made it even worse. I mean, like it was it was it was horrible. Uh, At one point, there was a review for a technical foul on Ugo. And instead of, you know, showing the play that was potentially a technical foul, they showed Jay Williams and Angel Reese playing horse. I'm not making that up. Wait, hold on, hold on. So I I was was listening to the radio. You're telling me I got a better description of what happened, a better visual of what happened with Ugo from Jack (laughs) than I did the actual TV broadcast that included picture. I tell if if Goose said a word about it and wasn't just talking about a time that he got McDonald's with Larry Bird, I mean like you you would have gotten a more in-depth analysis of what happened with Ugo than what we got from Jay I'm not kidding. It was him in a gym. I don't remember if it was playing horse or if they were just shooting around, but Jay Williams and Angel Reese it's like what is it with dudes that went to Duke and doing the weirdest type of off-site interviews? <laughs> like the 94 feet thing. It wasn't even an like, interview. It wasn't even an interview. They were just playing horse. Wait, hold on. It was just a <laughs> third person camera just yeah. videoing them shooting it, and not saying a word. It looked like it looked like Jay Williams set his phone, like propped his phone up on the bench. It's just like, <laughs> I'm gonna go play horse with Angel Reese. I'm not I'm not making this up. <laughs> Jay, you're not sneaky. I know what you're up to. You're not sneaky. <laughs> and then then Dave Pash, who, you know, to give him credit, normally he's saddled with Bill Walton. So he's used to having to, you know, kind of carry. He just wouldn't let it go. He's like, uh, now, now, Jay, I, he seriously said, I don't know. You're you're a top five 
college basketball player like since the year 2000. I can't think of five players better than you. Now, Jay was good. He was. I would even go as far to say he was very good. Yes, he he. I might even venture to say elite. I mean, you look at his stats. He won it. He won a championship. His senior year, he scored twenty plus points a game. He was elite. He was what the top five pick. (laughs) Yes, if he was the top five pick, that means he wasn't even the top five. (laughs) He was like the number three pick or something like that. Uh, uh, but, to be fair, Pal Gasol, I think, was in that draft yeah, and a yeah, few yeah, other yeah. things. But, <laughs> but like, I could name five better players that went to Duke since 2000. <laughs> and that's no think, shame on Jay. It's just like, what a statement. Did I Jay say no? He was just like, thank you. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I think it was, I think it was TJ Walker. <laughs> on Kentucky Roll Call this morning said there were probably five better players on the court right then <laughs> than Jay Williams. Because, <laughs> like, we had Rob Reed. I forget who else was out there oh, on man. the court. But it was just like, it was so corny. How could – and it sounded like Jay Williams was asleep that whole time until Dave Pass started uh, – well, I, I can't say that. Sack told us not to give anything that could – need to be edited out uh yeah, a little, some someone yeah, someone that was uh performing a very favorable act toward jay williams uh there <laughs> on the broadcast and it's just like oh, c- come on <laughs> you can't oh, you can't be and like i'm an angel reese appreciator but we didn't need a five minute speech about why Angel Reese is the best women's college player of all time. Like I'm fairly Shia. certain, I'm fairly certain that was a statement uttered by Jay Williams. He said He's that not even the best college that, player right now. He said that Caitlin Clark wasn't the greatest. You know who he talked about being in the conversation? <laughs> Angel Reese. <laughs> I'm not making that up. Didn't Angel Reese like get quietly removed from the team this year? Because, mm-hmm. and then she came back. Yeah, no, I, I don't think so. Why? Uh, I, that's crazy. Yes, Angel Reese won the national championship last year against Iowa. That doesn't mean Angel Reese was the best player on her team in that game. Does that mean like the got the girl who rode the bench is better than Caitlin Clark? No. Yeah, Caitlin Clark is harried. I mean. I, I hate to do this, but go look at like the heights and just watch an Iowa women's basketball game. Caitlin carries. Yeah. <laughs> like Pete Maravich level carries the offense of that team. And this point that Jay Williams brought up is exactly why I believe that Sam Malone is better than Kyrie Irving. <laughs> He's a champ. <laughs> he is a champ. He's a champ. And Kyrie Irving is not a champ. Uh, so, uh, thank you, Jay Williams, for validating that. Um, I I really like the lengths that we're going to to avoid talking about even more uh, of the game. Yeah, I mean, can you really blame us though? We're without half the podcast, and I I've never been known for my game analysis. I'm just more the comedic relief of this. Hey, I have a challenge for you. For the next three minutes, you have to talk while I go uh, get the dog out of the trash. Ready? Okay. Go. Why is the dog in the trash? Well, he's taking his headphones off. He can't hear me. Um, This game, overall, I think was really just disappointing, I think really is the only word that you can have for it. Um, People have been in my replies today. Oh, Kentucky. Kentucky's not going to make the tournament. Yes, Kentucky is uh, going to make the tournament. There's no question about that. There's, it, It's just crazy. I, I want to look at some of the comments or replies to the tweet that I had. Um, This was last night at 1040. I said, just went in March and none of this matters. Uh, somebody by the name of Young Shula replied, SEC matters. I'm sorry the younger fan base has been tricked into thinking it doesn't matter. 
some of UK's best records as a program are our dominance of the conference. That's my minimum. That's the minimum standard, or at least it should be. Sad times. My reply was, it sucks not winning the SEC. I'm 24, almost 25. I remember when we won it almost every year. But that's not my point. My point is that if this team goes on a run in March, Final Four or further, absolutely no one will care what our standings were in the SEC. WT, you're back now. Uh, do you agree with my point that if this team wins a national championship, no serious person will say, yeah, but they lost to LSU at 10.30 on a Wednesday in February. It's not even if we don't win a national championship. If we make the Final Four, no one will remember this game. Go look at the results, the full season results of 2011. Not even 2014. 2014 is famous for being a bad season. We were an eight seed and ended up making the Final Four. Go look at 2011. We lost so many SEC road games against an SEC that sucked. This is an SEC that's good. Like, it's it's obviously March changes everything. We are making it more difficult on ourselves to win in March, which sucks, which is, I think, why a lot of people are upset. It's like, yeah, we can go on a run. It's a lot harder to go on, on a run when you're a seven seed versus a four, three or four seed. But, uh, yeah, I would say I agree with your point. March fixes everything. Yeah. Um, so, and the people that say that it doesn't are just wrong. Like, I mean, it's factually untrue. Um, I don't know. Whatever. I, I don't, I don't have the energy to keep arguing this point. Uh, is there anything you want to talk about? Um, let's talk about this game against Alabama. Awesome. Yeah, let's do it. So I tried to look up some stats, uh, just cause you know, I'm a huge stats guy. Uh, Mark Sears for Alabama is absolutely insane. Uh, currently averaging, like if you look at Antonio Reeves' stats, just like add one to everything. And that's pretty much what Mark Sears is doing. He is having an all American season. Fantastic. I was going to look up, okay, how does he perform in their wins versus their losses? They're identical. Mark Sears averages like 20.5 points in wins and losses, shoots the same from three pretty much, same amount of assists, a little, little less assists and losses, same amount of turnovers, almost same everything, same amount of field goal attempts. So what that tells me is Mark Sears is going to get his stop everybody else. And that gives me a little bit of hope. I think we don't have a great matchup for Mark, but we have more reasonable matchups against their other guys. Apparently they're going to be down one guy. Did you see the, uh, yeah, the suspension that wasn't called. Yeah, <laughs> that was, that was horrible. Um, yeah, that, that is, um, if you want Nate Oates as a coach at the university of Kentucky, uh, get help because um, it ain't happening. Uh, people forget he uh brushed a murder under the rug, allegedly. Allegedly, uh, no, I mean, I just allegedly, no, alleg allegedly, allegedly, uh, definitely helped people, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, get out of some sticky situations. Yeah, oh man, I saw a reply, I think it was from an Auburn fan about that uh, flagrant that was not called. And he said, mm -hmm. that guy's head was just in the wrong place at the wrong time. <laughs> I mean, if his head was not there, then when the player, who I don't even know his name, uh, swung down his arm and elbow in that direction with force, it wouldn't hit anything. So it's really, yeah. it's honestly the Florida player's fault. Yeah, I mean, windshields just crack on accident all the time. And people just accidentally get kneed in the head all the I can't tell you how many times I've accidentally been kneed in the head. I mean, it it just happens so much that it's, that it's would really actually, becoming a problem. That would explain a lot with you, if I'm being honest. Well, so. you know, I I have not shared this uh, a couple pieces, actually, of information <laughs> with our listening audience as to why I am the way I am. 
But uh, when my mother was pregnant with me, uh, she fell down a bunch of stairs. Are you being um, real? Like, actually? no, like I'm, I'm being a hundred percent serious. <laughs> oh my gosh! My grandparents were building a house, and like the stairs weren't finished, and they just had the boards there, and she fell like from the top. How and, pregnant was she? Uh, very. Like, like this was this was May, and I was born in June. Oh my gosh! Really? <laughs> um, <and> apparently, <laughs> she bounced on the belly a couple times. Oh, um, yikes. And then when I was four, uh, my grandparents used to keep a really big garden now that they've gotten older. Uh, it's not as much anymore. Uh, but this they had this huge garden, and I was going to help my granddad hoe the garden, you know, break up the, the soil and all that. And WT, you know what a hoe looks like, like a garden hoe. Um, you know, it's got kind of the blade on the end of it and not a real good thing. Well, I go and I'm short, so I kind of push up on the handle and it comes down and cracks me right on top of my head. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a kid. I don't really think much of it. So I start packing the hoe out there to the garden. Uh, and I see my granddad turn and he just goes, Bradley's. And then I see blood run over my eyes, like one of those old James Bond um, video games. Uh, then I woke up watching The Jungle Book. They never took me to the hospital. Never got me, you know, checked out or anything like that. Uh, I still have like a, a very prominent scar on top of my head. Uh, when I was in college, I used to buzz my head like i had a uh -huh. a one guard on the top like buzz buzz um like buzz williams and um palpable i someone told me that i had to grow my hair out because i look like a convict because of the scar <laughs> yeah, uh, when so, people look at you they think convict yeah <laughs> but anyway uh those are i think two of the reasons why I am the way I am. I'm not going to lie, Bradley. When I'm imagining a like eight month pregnant woman fall down the stairs in the way that you described and landing on the stomach in my head, I'm imagining the baby shooting out at like a velocity. <laughs> and like, I know this is like, here's the thing, Matt Sack, you're not, you're, you're not going to be able to edit any of this out. We're talking about it. I'm imagining the baby shooting out at velocity um and like being okay like not hurt it's just that is like the world record for like the shortest labor ever that's what i'm imagining out of context is gonna be crazy this there i i honestly want to tell matt to post this without listening to a second and then don't listen to it for like 24 hours and just let people reply about it yeah, the the replies. Tell you what, if you're listening to this, I want if you're listening to this, I want you to post your own out of context. Try to confuse the hell out of Matt and Buddy. What's the most confusing thing that you could put? <laughs> that that'll just yeah, I, I think that's a really good challenge, and it'll uh, rack up our engagement numbers on Twitter. So there you go. Yeah, uh, somebody just post the full shoot around of Jay Williams and Angel Reese or something, and I'll just really have a fun time <laughs> with it. Go um, for it. Back to Alabama. Do we have to? I mean, um, I don't want to talk about LSU anymore. So Char Charles Bediaco isn't there anymore. Uh, so that's nice. He abused us. Uh, Grant Nelson. I don't think we have a great matchup for Grant Nelson. Uh, so that worries me. Um, I think put DJ on Sears and he will do a fair enough job. And then basically it just comes down to covering shooters, which we're not yeah. especially good at. So, I mean, if you just hold Sears to his averages, I think we get away with it. Um, but like Aaron Estrada can't go crazy. Yeah. Grant Nelson can't get layup after layup. You have to go and like really <laughs> – 
lock down those guys. This is a huge game for a Hero, I think, um, because he is physical. He can guard guards. He did lose focus a lot at LSU on rebounding, guarding on the perimeter, lost focus a lot. He needs to knock that off. Yeah. Um, if, if you had a key to the game, what would it be? Um, it'd probably be a gold key, and it'd have a f- a few number of prongs on it. Um, I don't really know what number would be on there. I have a lot of keys. Okay. Do Do you care to elaborate, or are you just gonna say that you have a lot of them? No, I mean, like, literally, I have a lot of keys. Oh, that's that's good. Have a lot of locks? Um, No, I just don't get rid of keys because I'm afraid I'm actually going to accidentally going to get rid of one that I need. Um, So, like... Do you have, like, one of those cartoon key rings that's, like, the size of your head that has, like, 500 keys on it? No, it's not really that many because people don't trust me with stuff. Um, I wonder why. <laughs> yeah, could be something to do. <laughs> could be something to do with the damage. Uh, but no, seriously, keys to the game. I think you kind of nailed it. Don't let Aaron Estrada. Don't let you know those those kind of guys. Don't let them do what they can potentially do. So W T. Why don't we go ahead and get into listeners' questions? Uh, we've got some very good ones. I think since we don't want to talk about either game, really, uh, we should just answer some questions. Sound good to you? I would love nothing more. I love hearing from our lovely friends of the program. Awesome. Let's start with a true friend of the program, even though you guys rejected him to begin with. If I was here, he never would have been rejected. Uh, John Maldener. I think that's how you pronounce his name. At PBIF Dukes. Uh, He says, if Trey is not available, what is our small ball lineup? Um, I don't think we have one. Yeah, I agree. I, I... you know, I don't like a lineup with a do at the five, really. You know, and, and unless what we used to do is put Burks at the five uh, back when we had zero seven footers, and I really don't like that, especially since he's a two. <laughs> in his heart, he's a two. He will fit in at the three or four if he can get a little more consistent. He led OTE in scoring as a two. He, he led OTE in scoring. Check the volume a little bit, I would say. <laughs> Still though, yes, I, I, I don't average twenty I don't average twenty-eight a game on most video games. That's fair. That yeah. But anyway, regardless, I, I, I think if there's a super specific situation, you could get away with at times a do at the five, Justin at the four. But it would have to be the most specific of circumstances it would have worked against miami and that's probably the only team it would work against maybe alabama it honestly could work against alabama if they sub out um uh grant because like grant's 610 but he's long they have other dudes that are length like but they they spread the floor so much you can kind of get away with it it's not there's not really a great defense to play against Alabama, but you you would take advantage of that on offense. Yeah. Uh, then his other question is, has Bradley seen Drew Pearson lately? Um, I'm sorry, I don't know who Drew Pearson is. Uh, so I can't. I, I tried to look up Drew Pearson on Facebook uh, to see if it was somebody that I might know, but uh, there was not a Drew Pearson. Uh, and he says, friend of the program. Yes, uh, John, you are a friend of the program. Um, <laughs> Kentucky Elite says, what is the best bridge to jump off of? Hmm. 
That's a really good question. Because uh, you want effectiveness. Um, but I think you also want like uh, some aesthetic of it. Uh, there is actually a very lovely bridge at New River Gorge National Park uh, that's in uh, the West Virginia area. It's the newest national park in the country. Um, and they have a bridge that they are actually very proud of. They have like a bridge day every year where they celebrate the building of this bridge. Uh, very lovely. And it's like over a nice stream. There's kayakers. Um, so uh, you could jump off there with your parachute and, and or bungee cord. Uh, which is what I assume you are talking about there, correct? Don't think so. I'm going Egner's Ferry Bridge. Uh, Shay, friend of the program, <laughs> says, what is more efficient, head in the oven or toaster in the bathtub? Um, I'd have to say of those options, toaster in the bathtub uh, would uh, would be my choice. Uh, where Where do you stand on that? I think if you're going for efficiency, I would agree toaster in the bathtub would kind of get the um, heat up. But but you're not really being clear on what you're uh, cooking there, Shay. Um, so, like, is this a, like a dish? Are you just trying to get a quick heat up, like of some toast? Um, are you trying to make some pizza or Pop-Tarts? Um, you got to be more clear in your question there, Shay, because I'm not exactly sure what you're referencing there. Uh, I think he's talking about himself. Uh, overall, I would go with a running car in the garage, handful of sleeping pills, highlights of Anthony Davis or another time that we were happy. Uh, Big Blue Cardi says, why do we live? What is the point in life? We're just floating on a rock. Nothing matters. What is my purpose of my what is the purpose of my life while I'm on this planet? Will the pain end? Um, That's all you. <laughs> no, the pain will never end, Cardi. Uh, a wise man once told me, life's hard, then you die. Uh, so that, and I live by that. Hey, the pain will never end, but twice a week you get to watch Rob Dillingham. <laughs> okay, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Um, <laughs> WT, a do enthusiast, uh, this guy is a jerk, uh, says, why is joy so difficult to attain on this earth? Uh, why don't you answer that one? Um, because road SEC games exist. That's fair. Um, also because um, we have to listen to Jay Williams. I'll never complain <laughs> about Jimmy Dykes again. Or not even listen. Watch him shoot in an open gym. Angel Reese without an interview in in the LSU <laughs> women's basketball practice facility. I mean, I the I respect him doing it. That's fine. I do, I will never respect it, Jay Williams. Putting it here's the thing. That's where my respect stops. Putting it on video and putting it on during a broadcast while there's a video review going on <laughs> is unforgivable. Uh, my advice to Jay Williams, stay off motorcycles, buddy. Uh, Brad, All-American. <laughs> All-American Antonio says, <laughs> Rupp Arena ice cream or cure world hunger? Uh, cure world hunger with Rupp Arena ice cream. Hell yeah. <laughs> you, you agree? Lactose intolerance for everybody. <laughs> Waffle cones. Um... Kentucky Shrek, real BBN fan, says, can we get a shout-out for, um, I'm never going to be comfortable saying this guy's name, Kaman Maluk. Does that sound passable to you? Uh, if you get canceled, that's on you. Kaman Maluk? Um, refer uh, to Jack Pilgrim on pronunciation. Anyway, uh, Kentucky Shrek says, can we get a shout out for uh, IG flooding this particular prospect? Uh, yeah, shout out for IG flooding. Uh, unless that's a negative thing. Uh, then IG flight, that just means you go to their Instagram and like flood it with Kentucky stuff. Oh, okay. Um, flooding, if you'll notice, is very rarely a good thing. Um, 
but I think in this context it is. And he says, will Rupp to no good entertain adding a southeastern Kentucky representative to the set? Um, is the colonel available? Is Corbin southeastern Kentucky? Oh, we we uh, know uh, we know that the, a tree's down in Corbin, uh, but we also know uh, a few uh, friends from Corbin as well. Um, so yeah, we we could potentially have someone on. Maybe yeah. not. We'll see. Um, I don't know. I'm two and a half hours west of Bowling Green. Uh, so it's, oh, you know, it's like, yeah, everything is just foreign to me. Like, like imagine people in Corbin, how they feel about Murray, <laughs> you know, like. I mean, everything crazy. in Kentucky is Southeastern to you. <laughs> uh, well, Eastern for sure. Yeah, uh, but yeah. you can't get much further south. Fifteen minutes, and I'm in Tennessee. Um, Hudson Parks at Hudson Parks too. Why did we randomly start switching everything on ball screens? Here's a good question. I think that was a good change that we made. It it worked. It's so good. It takes all decision making out of the process. It worked really well against uh Auburn. Uh. The problem is we just didn't do it with energy against LSU. But we have the only guy that you really don't want switching is Ugo. But even Ugo was able to affect some perimeter shots. So, like, it worked really well. Keep doing it. Just do it with a little bit of gusto. Yeah, I mean, Ugo's got the length. He can definitely do it. Uh, we haven't seen that kind of length, like, since Jordan Wright. Um Oh, that's a, a really good comparison, I think, to make. Uh, typical Kentucky fan, how sweet is the Robert Dillingham Masterclass going to be in the NCAA tournament? Uh, it will be very nice. I really hope we get more than two. I hope we get six of them. I hope we get six of them. I'd be okay with four. I wouldn't I, be happy with four. I'd just be okay with it. I think we get six of them, maybe seven if we're lucky. Seven? seven? Yeah. He's just so like the NBA champs? No, he's just so good that they're like, you know what, Rob, come back out here and, and shoot some more with Angel with Reese. With Williams. <laughs> with Angel Reese while, while there's a video replay going on. <laughs> um, the Kentucky Network says, what is the most important body part? that you would trade for a championship? I'd go as far to say both of my thumbs. Both thumbs. Wow, that's... That would, that which, that's tough. It is. How how important would you say a nose is? Uh, Voldemort was fine. Uh, that means nothing to me. Oh, I forgot. No, no Harry Potter for you. Uh, Voldemort did not have a nose and he came back from the dead. He really didn't come back from the dead. He uh, split his soul into seven pieces. Um, so, but he, he came back from what we could presume to be the dead. Uh, and he did so uh, without a nose. So he should be fine without oh, a nose. Okay. Uh, Are you saying that you would just have like a flat piece of skin there? Would you still have like the nostrils just pressed yeah, up against your? Because I mean, like the actual nose itself doesn't really do anything. Like it it's doesn't just like smell. There. That's like your ears. Like the actual outside part of your ear doesn't really do anything. It's just it kind of funnels there. the sound. It funnels the sound just like your nose kind of like directs the air in a certain direction, but you technically don't need it. Have you ever used a breathe right nasal strip? I've not actually. Not a sponsor. Um, but it works pretty good until it comes detached in the middle of the night. So it's just like sticking straight up and like that. I don't know. I'm okay with that. Uh but this this moldy vort fella, um maybe Jeff Goodman could spare some of his nose and give give him a transplant. That sounds sad. Uh microwave ball enjoyer. Does Bradley have any reason for me not to give up? No, it only gets worse from here, microwave. 
Uh, Nicholas at Nicky Boy 731. Can we get a Bradley rant? It'll at least ease some of the pain in a lot of us. Um, Tell you what, I want you to, I'm going to, I'll mute myself for one minute. You can pick whatever topic you want. I still think, I don't, I don't really have anything that I want to rant about. It doesn't have to be about Kentucky sports. It could be about anything that you have a strong opinion about, positive or negative. It's got to strike me, and it's just not striking me right now. That's fair. Uh, well, you did technically have a very short no, rant. No, I've got it. I've got it. Okay, fantastic. It's people in hover-round scooters at Walmart. I mean, come on. I'm not making fun of disabilities. I promise I'm not. But it's like, come on. You've got to realize spatial awareness. Don't pull out in front of me and then stop in the middle of the aisle. I, oh my goodness, I almost punched an old man today at Walmart. I'm just trying to get in there, get my hamburger buns, and get out. But no, you've got to stop and look at every single package of brownies that's in there. Oh my goodness, slap my grandmama with a biscuit. Um. Anyway, our next question, it, it literally is, Kentucky Spider-Man, what is your handicap? Well, that's, uh, I, that's I don't have a great one. Good it's timing. like, yeah, I don't have a great one. Uh, I don't play golf that often, but I usually shoot like in the nineties. So I'd probably be off the chart with the handicap a little bit. Uh, I, I can avoid the triple digits if I'm careful, but, um, yeah, I'm, I'm not, I'm not too good. I, I can drive it for distance, but not for accuracy. Um, I play my best golf whenever I play with myself by myself. Uh, so that's not a uh, good thing. Uh, Pax at Pax World is small ball the move when games are close. No, no, no. no I don't think small ball really is ever the move with this team, unless you want to consider Trey at the five small ball. And small he's still, ball, he's still six nine with- six ten. With Trey at the five, small ball's the move when we have a five-point lead to extend it, to put pressure on the other team. And but when we're down five or ten, you don't want small ball. You need to get stops, and that that roster is not really good for it. So, Yep. Yeah. Unfortunately, I don't have any choice but to play small ball. Uh, Ethan Mills says, what the heck was Ugo doing on the last play of the game? I don't know. He was ball watching as was everyone else on the court. One thing that was very frustrating to me, there was a sequence where Ugo just watched some rebounds go to LSU. Not there specifically on the last play. There was a stretch. I don't know, maybe five minutes to go, but he just watched it. On that last play, I don't know if you saw this. I, I think TJ. No, it wasn't TJ. It was someone else uh, posted this. Uh, Rob Dillingham, just muscle memory, saw the shot go up. He started leaking out for a fast break. Do you know whose man got the tip in? Rob He's Dillingham. Oh, no. So Rob leaked out because, you know, he wasn't thinking, which is on him. He's like, okay, ball goes up. I leak out to get a fast break going. Did not block out his man. His man circled around, got the tip in, last second shot. So, Rob saved us, went 7 for 11 in the second half and scored 21 points and all that. Rob also, you could argue, is one of the main culprits of that last play. It's on everybody, but he specifically had a crucial role in that. Man, can you imagine the kind of conversation we're having right now if that block just goes out of bounds? That's what I'm saying. Instead this, of directly back to the guy. Th- basketball is such an unforgiving sport. If that tip-in goes off the back rim or that freaking free throw goes over the top That of the should have been court, out of bounds. I agree. It shouldn't have been. It was fine. But anyway, if either of those things happen, we are talking about a team that went in, got a good lead, faced adversity and came out with a gritty win. We're talking about how Rob Dillingham is the best guard to ever play for Kentucky basketball. We're talking about all this awesome stuff. And we're saying, this is the type of win that you get in March. Like this is awesome. This is really good. 
one play and now we're talking about how we want to jump off of bridges like it's really and the, but the thing is that's not me trying to say oh well it's fine because we almost won it's not fine because basketball is an unforgiving sport we should never have been in that position you can go back and point at 50 different things that we did wrong to put ourselves in that position but the reality is two points difference and that we're having a completely different conversation yeah this one isn't a listener question but it's a tweet that i saw and i thought it was stupid so i want to talk about it uh, Myron Metcalf said that Rob Dillingham should just play every single minute of every single game. No, he would not stupid. be able to. He'd he gets, foul out. And he gets tired. He gets like, exhausted. You know, even, I mean, all basketball players get tired, especially, especially when you move around as much as Rob does. That's, I mean, if you look at dumb. him, he calls his own – like, he will tap his jersey to get called out, yeah. to get subbed out often. And that's a good move by him because he, the reason why he's shifty is because he's always sprinting. Mm-hmm. That's exhausting to do. You can't do that for 40 minutes. He That's why he is the ideal sixth man. I don't want him to start because he is what you build in a factory if you have a sixth man factory, someone who comes in – gives you 100% effort for 10 minutes and then gets subbed out because that's all he can give you. And then he gets subbed back in when he gets the rest. Like, that is who you want in that position. Yeah, very rarely am I one to complain about lineups or who plays how many minutes or things like that. I, I don't know. I think there are some questions that you could have about who was playing when and things like that. You know, did Ugo necessarily need 36 minutes? Well, maybe not, but who are you going to play instead? You know, Bradshaw. Yeah. Bradshaw was off. Z, you know, did some nice things, but he's a foul magnet. <laughs> yeah, no, Z had zeros across the box score. Well, he had good positioning. Yeah, like he's fine. Like sometimes it's just what you want. Ugo wasn't really putting up any numbers either, but and and he's a threat from outside. I mean, if nothing else, um, no, nobody thinks Ugo is going to hit a three. Everybody, everybody should think Z could hit a three. Um, so he's a threat if nothing else. Uh, speaking of threats, um, I don't know. I've got nothing. I was I was working on a transition. Just nothing's there. Final listener question. Billy Cattison, BBN Billy. Um, that's really funny because he's got Adam Sandler as the uh, uh, profile picture. It's like it's Billy Madison, but it's Billy Cattison. Get it? That was me laughing. Oh, okay. He says, if you aren't around by tonight, who do you all choose to be the successors for the podcast? Ooh, that's good. Let's let's each draft. Yeah, Just let's the two of us. Let's do that. Do we do we pick a four man team for each of us? I say we each draft two, and I think we should try to match energies. We should do if we had Kentucky former Kentucky uh, athletes that matched each of our energies. Who who would we choose to replace us in a podcast? Um, oh, I think what we should do is each pick four and pick replacements for for each of us and see who's got the better podcast lineup. Ooh, interesting. Let's, let's do tough. it. All right, I'll I'll give you the first pick. Okay, to replace myself, give me the one and only Cash Daniel. God, that's a great pick. <laughs> you know what? I will one-up you. I will replace you as well. And please take this the wrong way. Uh, Max Duffy. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'll, so are we snake picking? Or you, yeah, you yeah we'll, we'll snake it. We'll snake All it. All right. 
I'll replace myself next. Who who's just an absolute just nerd? Oh, Patrick Tolls. He was into that Harry Potter crap. Like that's all they talked about with him. I don't know why we're just going football all of a sudden, but Patrick Tolls for me. Okay. I think that's a pr- pretty decent pick. Um, I will go with somebody that is a nerd as well, but in a better way. I would replace you with Brad Calipari. I love that for me. Thank you so much. You are welcome. Wow. Incredible. You are welcome. It's, Who, I, I was thinking you would go like Riley Welch. So you know, I'm that's, glad that's you went fair. with Brad Calipari. I, I do fair. have pride in my jump shot, and I do feel like I have earned this. I was not given this. Uh, that That is true. And also – Arguably one of, if not the drippiest member of Rupp to No Good. Me? Yeah. That okay. was a statement okay, I never de- would have expected. It's definitely not Sack. We can agree on that. Oh, yeah. He has the best hair on Twitter. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, uh, that's not true. Yeah. Uh, I can get recognized at a urinal, too. <laughs> I am wearing my uh, non-sponsored AL8 hoodie right now, so... I'm wearing a sleep shirt that I got from Walmart. <laughs> oh, nice. Because right. I'm going oh, to bed after pick. this. Oh, oh. Uh, snake pick. Um, I will replace Buddy. Um, Let's see. Someone who always answers the call. <laughs> Since Buddy never checks his texts. Um... Someone who comes through in the clutch. I've got it. Olivier Saar. Olivier Saar. I was going to go in a similar direction, but very different. Uh, I will go. Ooh, this is tough. I, You know what? Ooh, I'm going to trust four? you to give me. I was going <laughs> to. I'm going to trust you to give me some advice here. Do I go with Ashton Hagens or do I go with Khalil Whitney? Oh. You've got to go Ashton Hagens. I'll go Ashton Hagens, um, specifically Ashton Hagens versus Florida in 2020. <laughs> I thought you were going to go with Money Phone for some reason. <laughs> well, that, that's kind of part of it, but you know, we, we all know that Buddy is uh, a rich Nepo baby uh, that uh, is just elite over all of us, you know? Yeah. So you've got the snake pick to finish this off. Who are you replacing Sack with? So we need someone. You know what? Sack is just a miniature version of Zvonimir Vizic. Just they look the exact same. He's just shorter. So I'm going to go with Zvonimir um, for no other reason than they just are identical twins. You know what, WT? I'm going to win some brownie points with my answer. Oh, jeez. Every podcast needs a leader. Are you going to... Every podcast needs somebody to step up and say, you know what, I'm in charge. You wonder why this episode has been so off the rails, because we didn't have someone keeping us in line. You know what would have happened during the 2015-16 season after a mass exodus if we hadn't had someone stick around and help direct Jamal Murray and tell him what to do, and help develop Scalabissier, what would have happened if we didn't have the ultimate leader in Tyler Ulis? Uh, so uh, Tyler Ulis is my new Matt Sack. This is the most kiss ass I've ever seen. Maybe people will remember me now. People will tag the three of you in tweets and not me. <laughs> so that's always fun. You know, doesn't certainly doesn't want to make me hop in the bathtub with a toaster. Shout hey, you'll out get Shay. to 1K eventually. I'm already at 1K. Oh, actually? That's yeah. on me. My bad. Yeah, the podcast account passed me like a long time ago. Oh, yeah. Shoot, you're at 1,400. Dude, yeah, but I'm at, I'm at 1,400. Uh, now I just still have Louisville fans telling me to kill myself in my replies because of that one suit picture. Because you outclassed them and I were did. funnier than them. And it wasn't even Kenny's funeral. 
it was might return for a third year. I hope he does. <laughs> that would be oh, so man. poetic. I All would right. love that. Let's do some score predictions. Let's do it. Who do we play? No, I'm just kidding. I know who we play. You I'm wanna... going to I'll take it. I'm I'm going to take the over already. It's it's like two top 10 offenses and two bottom 200 defenses. Um give me Kentucky. I'm not going to pick Kentucky to lose. Give me Kentucky 110 to 102. MVP Aduthiero. Well, WT, I'm not going to be outdone. I know what you're trying to do. You're trying to outdo me, and you will never outdo the outdoer. Give me Kentucky 128 to Alabama 86. We win it by a cool 40. Even even giving up eighty six points, so and, that would be breaking the Calipari scoring record by ten points. Yeah, Sounds you know, good. I like and, it. And you know who's gonna do it almost single handedly? <laughs> Rob Dillingham. How many points does Rob Dillingham score on Saturday, Bradley? Seventy five. I love it. Rob scoring seventy five. So much so that Jay Williams wants to do a shoot around with him next. And then call him not great. <laughs> no, call him call him better than Caitlin Clark. <laughs> wow. Man, what a character. What a yeah, that, that's a nice word. All right. Um, thank you guys for tuning in. Uh we hope that uh you didn't hate this episode. Uh we certainly did. Uh, so we uh, um, hope to see you guys next time. Remember so- to post your out of context. I want to. I really want to confuse Bradley. Uh, not Bradley. Confuse Buddy and Matt there. Uh, because they left us in charge. That's on them. Yeah, that's their mistake. They should have known better. And we Alabama should know better than thinking they have a chance against the Cats. Go Cats.